What's up, everybody? Today is February 1, 2009, fucking teen. Um, so, January went by, and a lot of things went down in January, man. We had football. We had fucking... Um, damn, um, um, yeah, damn, um, y'all know that mean? We have fucking sports galore, Laker news, do- uh, Dodgers, a little bit of Dodger news, baseball. Anyways, I'm driving and there's a fucking, everybody's honking because there's a goddamn, that's embarrassing in the podcast, right? Um, there's a damn truck blocking the entire four lanes of the street. Anyways, January was an exciting month. A lot of stuff got announced, Uh, a lot of concerts, a lot of tours, a lot of shows, you know, in the metal, hardcore scene, Um, and I'm here to talk about some of this shit that's coming. Um, For instance, for myself, damn, maybe I should edit this bitch out, but I I don't think I know, I like the reality of, of what I do and how raw it is is not professional. I mean, I guess I want to get professional sounding one day. You know, I'd like to have my podcast be like in a professional setting in some of these. And maybe I will. Maybe I'll have, maybe I'll update eventually. Once this shit gets going, maybe. Maybe once it gets going, maybe I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll get a little studio, make some little studio headquarters. And I'd actually like to do Twitch. I'd actually like to do other stuff on YouTube. If I if if, if things go, so y'all want to help me out? If you guys actually like the bullshit I'm talking about and saying, then you know, let me know. Chime in here. Um, ask me a fucking question. I know Anchor can let you do questions, and I don't know where you guys listen to because I can tell when it says Anchor, Spotify, or Apple. And then there's the other, when you look at the analytics to the fucking podcast right now on Anchor. So all of you coming from, like, all the other podcasts that, or wherever the hell you're finding me, come to Anchor real quick, find me, and shoot me a message. Leave me a review on Apple, because I don't have a review on Apple uh, podcast yet. Uh, subscribe to me on Spotify or whatever. Let me know, because that'd be kind of dope. To find out where you guys are coming from and shit. But either way, like I said, um, January, a lot of shit went off. Like, a lot of shit just went off. Like, and I'm going to talk about all this stuff right now. Um, as you know, I'm into heavy metal, hardcore, and shit. And there are now three. I already got tickets to two. The third one was announced just this morning, and they're, I like to talk about these shows in advance because I think they're coming down the pipeline. And actually, it's four shows that I'm probably going to go, that I already got, that is pretty much um, dialed in that I want to go to fucking now. And it actually may be five, but we'll see how it plays out. Um The first one to come is I'm going to San Diego, the House of Blues, March the 7th. Honestly, there's no concerts coming up in February for me. I wanted to go see Fit for a King, but that shit sold out, so it's neither here nor there. Um, 
March 7th in San Diego, the House of Blues. It's Hatebreed, Bleeding Through, Asesino, and Strife. Fucking amazing. Hatebreed by themselves is amazing. I don't know, like, if you guys seen Hatebreed out there or you know anything about the hardcore, metalcore, or metal and no Hatebreed. Um, Hatebreed is a fucking riot. It's a fucking riot. Uh, touched on it briefly in the last podcast that I did about moshing, but San Diego, mosh, hate breed, who knows what to expect, right? Who knows? I don't know what to expect because I've never, I've only been to one concert ever in my whole entire life in San Diego. Or maybe make that two. I'm not 100% sure. But either way, hate breed is going to bring it. Bleeding through. I've seen in San Diego, they're going to fucking bring it. Strife is going to, that show is stacked. I don't know who Asesino is, but I guess I could look them up on Apple Radio or Apple Music and figure it out. But, some, you know, I like to just see them organically, like, okay. I, I kind of take that perspective. If I don't know a band, sometimes I look up, like, their most popular song, but then I like to see them organically to see how they play live versus how they play on the record versus somebody telling and hyping them up, dude, check this band out, check this band out, listen to this song. Like, I just want them to hit me. That's how, that's how I give my impressions on the band. Like, hit me over the fucking head with your toughest shit and then get me being like, whoa, holy shit. Whoa, this band is good. Like, Sanction. Sanction did that for me a few months back. And it was like, whoa. Bro, whoa. Uh, Spite did that to me recently. I'd heard about Spite, but I didn't really hear about them. And then I seen them live and whoa. Shit. Fucking incredible. But anyways, March 7th, House of Blues, San Diego. Yeah, we got Bleeding Through. We got Haybreed. You got the House of Blues. We're going to have... It's on a Thursday, so I'm taking that day off. I'm going down to San Diego. I'm going to fucking be at the Gas Hamper Quarters. I might be in Old Town. I might go to the San Diego Zoo. I don't know yet, but it's coming up shortly. It's a little bit more than a month out from right now. Um, there's other things. I'd like to go to the Coronado Beach. I'd like to spend that Thursday down there. Um, I'd like to, you know, take the day off and just go. Like, you know, that's more or less what I'm going to do. I'll, get, I'll pick back up work Friday and Saturday. Um, if I need to, but I still like to go down there that whole day. And you, the, the whole thing is you pay for parking once and you're going to do stuff. You'll be at the gas stamp quarters down there by, and I don't know if you guys know where the gas stamp quarters is, but it's down there by the San Diego Convention Center, which is where San Diego Comic Con is, which is a goal of mine to go to at some point in this life. Uh, may not be this year or next year, maybe in a few years, but I'd like to go. And I'd like to go. I'd actually like to go when they're when Godzilla, uh, not for the King Kong because that's coming up I think next year. But they're gonna make a, a trilogy out of King or uh, Godzilla, and I'd like to go. See the trailer, get the posters, you know, be in one of the halls. I'd like to go see maybe Marvel do a presentation at Harvard. I mean, and I'd like to. I'd actually like to dress up a little bit like Halloween mid mid year. Like that'd be fucking dope, man, to be honest with you. 
Um, but yeah, the, the House of Blues is down there. I might grab me a few drinks. I might get me some good food. Um, I just spent the day in San Diego. Um, San Diego, I've been to before, so I really know what's going on and what's cracking. Um, and then to top the night off, I'm going to go and marsh, mosh, marsh, mosh my whole fucking soul away to bleeding through. And then if I can mosh to Haybreed, I will. Uh, I'm going to bring the ruckus because I know both of those bands, full discography, discography in the whole repertoire of songs that they're going to throw at you. I know them like the back of my hand. Bleeding through, I've seen so many times. Uh, I know, I know, man. I just know. And actually, they kick off Thursday and then they roll up. Friday, they're doing the Music Inc. Little uh, in Costa Mesa in Orange County, the little festival thing. And that festival is kind of interesting because it's Sick of It All is headlining one day. Limp Biscuits headlining another, and I don't even, I forgot, it might be The Offspring is headlining the third day, and I was just like, what kind of fucking event is this, it's weird, but whatever, that's neither here nor there, I'm not going to that, uh, only because, and actually, I would, I would rather go to the museum for the, for the purpose of it being Friday, but I don't like that it's a festival type of atmosphere and the festival, when the band's on a festival, they play for like 30 minutes and they're done or 25 minutes and they're out. Versus the House of Blues, you're going to get the full 45 minute sets probably for Bleeding Through and Haybreed. And on top of that, they're the only thing there. So I don't have to worry about, you know, it's just a whole different feel when it's a festival versus, you know, shows. So I opted for San Diego. Uh, and then, like I said, it's down in the gas Sam quarters, the house of blues down there. Uh, it's a phenomenal place if you've never been to. And I'm not that much of a San Diego fan myself, but it's a nice little area. It's whatever you want to call it. It's the, it's the downtown. It's the, it's the highlight of the city, I think. Um, they've got beaches and shit too, but the gas tank quarters is where it's at in San Diego anyways. Um, but moving on from that, a show was just announced today that I'm probably going to get tickets for later today based on how my day goes. Cause I got to do a, a ton of stuff at home right now when I get home. But, and I'm actually really hyped for this one because... It's been a minute since I've seen the band, and because they're going to have cameras rolling. Fuck yes. I'm going to be on a DVD again. Moshing. Well, actually, I've been on DVDs and being filmed before, but one time I got knocked out real quick. Another time, they basically made a music video out of shit, and they didn't really show the crowd. Uh, and they're probably not going to show the crowd much on this one, but they're going to... I'm going to be on a DVD again. Like, yes. Like, these DVD shows, it brings out the animal and people. They're stage diving. There's people trying to to represent shit, and that's where I'm at right now. Like, I would love to forever be etched in the fucking in the fucking the history books as being that one guy that fucking 
was just going absolutely ballistic. Like that, to me, that tickles my, tickles my funny bone. But Barrier Dead is playing with Lionheart and playing with Recon at the Chain Reaction March 23rd. Um, like I said, the tickets was just announced this morning. The tickets go on sale a little bit later today. They sit at noon, so I'm assuming I can grab a ticket probably late this afternoon or maybe tomorrow. But I'm going to jump on it real quick because I don't want to sell out because I'm going. Uh, as of today, right now, uh, I do have somebody that I'm talking to that is a female. <laughs> I don't know why I felt like I had to make that state that. Uh, we're dating. We're not doing shit else other than dating. She's not my girlfriend yet. I, although I'd like her to be. And actually, maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot right now because, uh, if she actually, I don't know. I told her to listen to my podcast and hopefully she will at some point start listening to my podcast and my bullshit. But I don't think she is right now because she doesn't ask me too much about it or has mentioned anything about it. And that's neither here nor there, but hopefully I don't shoot myself in the foot and fuck it up, fuck it up with her. Or fuck it up by wishing she was my girlfriend and it doesn't happen. And that's another story for another day. But now that while I'm still single, I am going to fucking hammer uh, shows out. That's just what it's what I do. I mean, it's what I'm going to do. I mean, some motherfuckers want to rage at everybody's birthday party and plan this bullshit and get fucking drunk off their ass. Other people want to go and fucking... Uh, go to the club, you know, or other people want to go and do some other shit, you know, drugs, whatever, and that's not my style, never has been. My style is let's go to a fucking show where I can go and fucking beat a fucking crowd, get a little sweaty, maybe get myself a little beat up, you know, do whatever it is that you do at shows, listen to some Listen to music that uh, I've been fucking headbanging and fucking uh, picturing in my head of fucking putting a fist in a motherfucker's face, like, for years. Barrier Dead. is uh, The last time I seen Barrier Dead, we, I seen them with a bunch of homies over here in Upland at the Grizzly Den or whatever it's called, the Nitty Gritty, whatever. I don't even know who the fuck they played with. They play with a bunch of not bullshit, non-recognizable bands that nobody would even fucking recognize. But they played, and they fucking played exceptionally well. As a matter of fact, they played really well. Like, the set was bonkers. Uh, they played mostly old shit with a splashing of new shit. This time around, it's 15 years to the day that they recorded their... Uh, buried, buried, what is it? Okay, so I got interrupted there. I had a phone call come in, and, um, basically, I left off on Barrier Dead. Um, yeah, Barrier Dead's gonna be live. Barrier Dead Alive was recorded at the Chain Reaction 15 years ago, and I'm gonna go to the show now. Um, Lionheart. Let me talk about this show a little bit because it's gonna be. It's right now. It's Barrier Dead, Lionheart, and Recon. But that show right now, as it is, is stacked. Lionheart. I've seen now like two or three times. 
you know, and they're getting better. Like, they're growing on me a little bit. Um, they're better. They're a lot better live than they are on, like, albums. Like, Stick to Your Guns is that kind of that way, too. Uh, but Lionheart Hardcore, you know, the West, I forget what's the name of their song, but that song's really good, and they play it live. And they're phenomenal. And Recon, I've come across a time or two, and I know they bring the ruckus, too. And Barrier Dead brings fucking ruckus, and I'm, I'm like, fucking hyped for that show, man. The only thing that's not hypeable about the show is Chain Reaction, the venue itself. It's small, it's gritty, it's nitty, it's fucking, it's a hole in the wall. And I talked about this in a previous podcast, how small the Chain Reaction is. It's only, it's only like 300 people maximum in there, maybe 250. And to Mosh, it's even worse because it's like, you can get to one side of the pit to the other in like, there's no circle pits going on in the chain reaction. That's how small it is. Let me put it to you that way. It's only for, it's, specifically designed for like a hardcore crowd to beat the shit out of each other actually i don't ever know i mean i don't maybe somebody has done a circle pit in the chain reaction that'd be interesting to youtube because i'd like to see how that would go down if the room is so like i said the room is so small like you're circle pitting like you could probably run like 20 laps and be like holy shit like i went around 20 times and, like, a quarter of the song be over. That's how small it is. Like, it's probably, like, 15 people standing next to each other wide. It's it's deeper. It's longer. Like, you can stand in the back and watch the show. It's kind of cool. And also, you can stand on the side by where they have the little bar. That's kind of cool. Um, the restroom is a joke. Their merch area is a joke. but And the parking in front of it is a joke. But it's cool I guess um but that shows like I said top to bottom is fucking looks great and the tickets go on sale now and I'm like fucking high I just woke up and somebody was like oh this is happening and I was like oh like barrier dead is happening barrier dead uh I can go through a number I mean that cover your tracks that's what they're doing and they're doing the barrier you're dead alive. I think they're doing that song for song. Um, they're just recreating it 15 years later, like they're set from Barrier Dead Alive. Um, I don't think the man's gonna get hit in the head with a fucking guitar, but you never know. But either way, um, yeah, I I rocked out to cover your tracks in Barrier Dead Alive and Beauty of the Breakdown. For years, like, this is, this takes me back all the way to, like, 2004, 2005, 2006, when those albums came out. Um, Yeah, man, I could just, like, I just seen it in my head, like, this is a great fucking show to go to. Uh, Right up my alley, Barrier Dead fucking slaps. Fucking smack, bro, they fucking slam like a motherfucker, dude. Cover your tracks from that album front to back is just nothing but 
pure early 2003 fucking just mosh. Just it's just fucking mosh beat down. I don't even know if it came out 2000, maybe 2004. It's just the fucking most hostile fucking music you can mosh to. Uh, with the exception being maybe Magnolia on the whole album. Um, but Magnolia is a good song by itself. I mean, you can just throw that shit on. You throw that shit on anyways, like, you know, you can still fucking throw down to it. Ironically, throw down. But I'm, like, super stoked for that show, so... That's coming up. That's in March. The next show I want to go to is kind of an oddball show, but it's out there. And that is um, Excision with Sullivan King and Sully and a few other bands. Uh, like I said in the last podcast, Excision, I'm fucking excited to go see, man. Uh, dubstep or not, Trapcore or not, or Metal Step, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Thrash fucking... Whatever, I need to see Excision up close and in person because some of his songs are fucking heavy as shit. Uh, and I just need to see it. I need. To, I don't give a fuck if it's a rave or not. I'm gonna just go and just fucking absorb the atmosphere. Watch. I've been a fan for a cool minute. Like I just need to fucking watch because this is gonna. It's going to happen. It's just going to happen. It's. I've already dialed it in as like something that I want to happen, so I was waiting to get another check, you know, from work, the next check I get, buy a ticket to that, and just be done with it, you know, and then just slot that in. Now, there is another show, I can't think of who the fuck else, I was highly, oh, another show I want to go to, but I'm probably not going to go to this one, even though I fucking should. Um, is Whitechapel, Spite, Dying Fetus, that tour. I'm thinking about it. I'm on the fences about it. Only because I only really care to see Spite. I want to see them again. But they're going to be like the opening band. And I don't really care for Dying Fetus. I don't really care for some of the other bands that they're playing with. And then it's Whitechapel. And I just got done seeing Whitechapel. And I... I'd like to keep Whitechapel where they're at in my head right now because they played a phenomenal fucking set the last time I seen them. But then again, they played This Is Exile in its entirety, and that album is fucking great, and I haven't really been paying much attention to them since. And I'm not... They're going to play a bunch of songs that I don't know with maybe like a sprinkling or two of like This Is Exile. Like they might do fucking like one song off of their... They may play one song off of the somatic defilement. And that's all I'm going to know. And, like, I don't want Whitechapel to be blown for me. Like, fuck, I have no idea what they're playing. Like, I I gave up listening to um, Whitechapel after the album after This Is Exile. And I love that album, too. Murder Sermon. Murder Sermon and a bunch of other tracks on the album. But... After that, I know they came out with the Mark of the Blade and another album. And I think they're on another album. There's like three albums. I'm not going to know what the fuck they're playing. They have some new shit 
that I've listened to and I didn't really like it. Not that I don't like it, but I, Brimstone is okay. And it's just okay. Like, to me, like, it's an okay song, but I'm, like, not... I needed a little bit less um, touched up and a little bit more gritty. And while that, like I said, that show is highly entertaining. It'd be something if it was, like, if I just knew, like, two weeks before time or something... And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna be. I'm, not, I'm gonna end up not working that day. Like, like, if I could act on it within a week, and it's there, I might do it. But if it's not there, if it's not available, I'm not gonna go. But that's that show. I, I'm entertaining the thought. That's out there. But Excision is going. To, I'm, I'm for sure going to go as soon as like as soon as I get a, another dollar to my name. I'm going to spend two dollars to go to fucking buy a ticket to go see excision and i'm going to do that because it's fucking heavy and that i'm just like i'm ready i, I don't want to even like i know i've got i've known three or four or five songs from excision and i'm like dude i hope they play i hope he plays that and like i hope those songs are live like that'd be fucking total fucking ass beat and anything else that they can give me that's heavy i'd love to fucking just do Moving on from that, there is a, another show that I already got tickets to, and I don't have the date in front of me. Maybe I'll pull it up real quick. Um, it is... Let me scroll back in my fucking notes here. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Okay. Passed it. So where is it? It is... All right. April 27th, Pomona, the fucking glass house, a fucking, this show, I I guess I already got tickets, as soon as it was announced, it was like the soonest, I was like, all right, I'm gonna just do this, because this one touches the soul, it touches the fucking soul of everything, man, like, April 27th, Glasshouse Pomona. We're, and I might actually go the day before, too, or the day after, because I know they're playing in San Diego. But we got Knock Loose. We got the Acacia Strain. We got Harm's Way. We got Sanction. And we got Higher Power. Four of the five bands I am highly familiar with. Higher Power is the only band that I don't know. And I took a glance at two of their songs. And they don't sound like a band that fucking slacks off at all. They sound just like how you would envision that whole fucking show tour sounding like. It's aggressive. It's fucking... They, they sound aggressive as fuck. And they, I don't know if they're Christian. I don't know what kind of, I don't even know. I'm just... I listen to one song, or I listen to two songs, like they're two top songs on Apple Music, and I was just like, okay, the first song banged, the second song is a continuation of the banging, I was like, that's all I needed to know, is they banged or not, and they banged, and Jesus Christ, holy fuck, this, that show is out of fucking control, if you don't know who Sanction is, 
Um, and I think it was for whatever reason I was I was talking about sanction in the last podcast, and I'm not exactly sure if I got into this yet, but sanction fucking out of control live. I seen them once and I was sold. And I've been listening to their shit. The infringement of a on God's plan. Uh, yeah, insane. And I got like I said, I got the ticket to this already. Harm's Way is, I I just because I know I was listening to Harm's Way and I I kept having him in my shuffle and I was just letting the songs hit me. But I went ahead and downloaded all the posthuman in that album front to back. It's fucking out of control, and I've honed in on the song Dead Space as being like my favorite track on that album. Dead Space, the song, is a fucking riot of a song. Like, that's the only song, if you're going to listen to Posthuman, just download fucking Dead Space, the song, and just, that give you a good idea about who's harm's way is. And just, man, just fucking holy shit. And I'm not, like I said, I don't even know if I talked about this in the last episode. I think I briefly did. But Harm's Way is fucking insane, man. The Acacia Strain, I should not have to tell anybody that they're who the fuck they are. If you're in the metal, you're in the metalcore, you're in the deathcore, you're in the death metal, you're in the just fucking hardcore, you should have by now have come across the Acacia Strain. And if you have not, I highly recommend it. They and I highly recommend any fucking buddy to go see them live because they don't. Since the first time that I ever seen them, right? I seen them a long ass time ago at the Glass House, amazingly enough. Uh, with Re- Remembering Never, Himsa, A Life Once Lost, and I think it was them. I think it was them, Himsa. Remembering Never and A Life Once Lost. Could have been 18 Visions. I'm not 100% sure. But that show was fucking out of control too. And for the Acacia Strain being the opening band. Or the second band. that They were fucking violent. Um, They're right up my fucking alley. Like they were up my alley then. And they're one of the few rare bands that I can honestly, truly say, for whatever reason, that each and every album progressively has gotten more and more violent. Um, they've gotten more and more darker in the lyrics. They've got more and more heavier. They actually started off heavy. They maintained the heaviness through. They had some lineup changes and they got heavier. If that if that makes any, and they got faster and they got they got bit. The band is better now than what it was ten years ago. That and I think and I think Vince Vincent and I think any member of that band will tell you so now. Like they're better now musically and live than they were all them years ago, and that's that's hard for a band to say like. It's hard for a band to, to tell you that, like, straight up. Like, a lot of bands just can't make that 
claim. They just can't, and they know it, and they don't even try to hide it. Some bands, they just skirt around the details, playing the, only the old songs that they can't play because they can't play any of their new shit. If the Acacia Strain is just fucking. I just, like I said, I just went to go see them at the 10 year anniversary show of Continent. And they fucking blew Continent out the water the way it sounds now. I want them to redo. Um, I don't know if they're going to do any more 10 year anniversary shows for certain albums, but they, as long as they keep playing for a few more years while I'm still moshing. And before they decide to hang it up, I'd like to actually go see them in, in their hometown in Boston or wherever. At the Palladium, if that's where they're going to end up one of these days hanging it up. Because they are one of my favorite bands, I'd probably fly out there and see that show. Even if it's only for like a two-day affair. Uh, and if only one of the days is just moshing, I'm just going to do that. I've already mentally prepared and accepted that at some point, that band in the next... I don't know how many years, maybe five to ten. We'll eventually hang it up, and I'm on, and I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Um, but those bands, higher power, like I said, they fucking gnarly on what I heard. Sanction, I already know. I already have an experience with Sanction. I'm excited to see that band. Harm's Way, I'm excited. I tried to go see Harm's Way last year too around my birthday. They're on tour with Terror. It didn't happen. Um. And now I get to see Harm's Way again in a setting that I'm really familiar with, and I'm just excited to see them play songs in front of me again and rip rip shit apart. The Acacia I don't need to be hyped up for that band at all because I know what's in store. And Knock Loose. Um, Knock Loose is something else, man. Like I said, you guys, they're on the cusp of being fucking legendary and I'm going to be excited to be a part of it the journey with that band you know before they make it big before they're the next kill switch engage or before the next you know one of these other big hardcore bands before the next Avery like they're probably trending in that direction and I think their next album could probably be um, the album that puts them there and then, I don't know when their new album is coming out, but I got tickets to see this anyways. Uh, if it drops between now and April, you know, I'm going to be banging that shit because I'm hoping, you know, I'm going to be banging laugh tracks. Uh, I'm just going to fucking bang it out, man. I mean, it's going to be knock loose is wild. If you have not seen them up close and personal, they're fucking wild. And they're all, seemingly only getting wilder. And man, that that show's coming up. Like I said, I got I got uh, five shows on radar. Three are going to be booked by probably the end of today. Uh, another one for sure coming. Uh, possibly a fifth. And any other shows that might sprinkle up along the way. Uh, March and April are pretty down packed on shows. And and I'm going to have a busy April because the weekend of Knock Loose in the Acacia Strain is the same weekend the Avengers comes out, and I'm going to probably take off the entire April 27th. I want to see the Avengers when it actually drops on the 25th, 
but I'm probably gonna go see it again in the morning of the 27th because I'm gonna just take the day off. Um, 420, you know, too, is the weekend before. Uh, Godzilla comes out sometime around the same time, too. Like, you know, Cinco de Miles after that. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff going down. Once we get through this this month of February right now, there's a lot of shit. Valentine's Day is quickly approaching, too. As I segue out of music and shows that I'm... I got the five shows coming up, you know. But I'm just talking about in generalities now because I'm segueing out of that. And y'all have heard my opinion on the shows. But there's Valentine's Day is coming up, and I do have a Valentine's Day date. I'm going to go see Alita, the movie. Um... How to Train Your Dragon also comes out at the end of February. Marge, Captain Marvel drops. Um, April, you know, you got movies. Godzilla's coming out. I think it's in, I don't know when the actual movie, the date before Godzilla comes out, the actual movie. I believe it's in April, but I could be wrong. But that looks phenomenal as well. Y'all already know my thoughts on that. Uh, I got all these shows, you know, March. In the beginning of March is Hate Breed Bleeding Through. Ladder in March, it's Barrier Dead, Recon, and Lionheart. Um, past that is Excision will be the next concert I go see after that. Maybe I go see Spite. I, I'd love to see Spite with, like, anybody else but the bands that they're on tour with now. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, honestly, I'd like to see, I'd actually like to see Whitechapel and see how they rock it now, but I'm not going to know anything. Dying Fetus, I don't fuck with, and I don't fuck with the other band or two that is on there with them, because I know there's another band that I don't know who they are. Maybe I should check them out. Maybe they do slap. Who knows? Maybe I should actually listen to Mark of the Blade by Whitechapel. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Uh, maybe, uh, but that that kind of, that shows it's intriguing. Like I said, it, it may happen. It may it may happen because I may just pull the trigger if it's last minute and I get the opportunity to, and it's not sold out, which is a high possibility. I may just roll out there and just go mash for fucking. I put the body in the fucking mash. When I say put the body in the mash, I mean put the body in the mash. You guys know that? You guys know a little bit of fucking, um, oh, what's the fucking name of the movie that I can't think of right off the top? Why did I just bring that up? I don't know the fucking name of the movie. But y'all, y'all should know that. Jack Nicholson, uh, Martin Scorsese, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's there, and it's not coming out, bro. What the fuck? But then fumble the whole fucking podcast, because now I can't think of the fucking name of the movie. Why is Insidious? It's not fucking Insidious. Jesus Christ. I don't know why that's on the tip of my tongue. I keep thinking it's Insidious, and it's not. Insidious is a horror movie. It's not true crime. I don't know why that's there either. It, what is the name of the movie? 
bro, how the fuck did this happen? It's not good, fellas. What? It's Jesus, Leonardo, fucking DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg. Why can't I fucking? Why can't I remember everything else but the fucking name of the movie? Jesus Christ. Anyways, anyways, I, I'm going to just leave that there. Maybe it'll come to me if I finish wrapping up what I'm talking about. Yeah, so I might go and mash to fucking spite. Um, it, that, that's that's one of those things up in the air. And I think that one kicks off too in April sometime, the beginning of April. I think. I'm not sure. And then the Avengers and Knock Loose and that whole fucking weekend is going to be bonkers, man. I'm like fucking there. Like it's months away, but it seems like it's within reach. And there is other stuff coming up that is slightly intriguing along the way. There's other movies that are, are that I'd like to see. But that's all I got, man. These upcoming shows, I don't even know how this long is around. This is about 30 minutes of this piece before I got interrupted by a phone call. And the other 15 minutes before that was talking about shows. There's not too many more upcoming shows that I can think of right now that I'm, like, terribly interested in. And actually, that's not true. Unearth is playing in Los Angeles, too. But that show, only Unearth is really good that I've seen. Take that back. I don't remember who Unearth is playing with, but I know I looked at it and I was like, I'm slightly interested because their Extinctions is a really good album. Uh, so is Watchers of the Rule. My brother had me listening to Watchers of the Rule for a cool minute, and I was like, bro, they have some good songs in there, but I don't know if they're, they're going to get into that thing where they don't play them. Extinctions is a really good album, too. I I listened to it on Spotify not that long ago. Like... um. I listened to it out of order because it was at random, like shuffle. And I thought it was a really good album. Like, there's so many songs on there that are heavy. And I forget. I don't know who they're playing with in L.A. Possibly it's something I could look up. Possibly I may not want to. But then there's another show that's slightly intriguing, too. And that's Devil Driver and Static X without Wayne Static. But it's intriguing. And when I mean intriguing, I mean, like, Static X is cool. Wayne Static been dead for a cool minute. Devil Driver bangs. Uh, it's it's a highly intriguing show that one too. There's you know there's some shit afoot that is like highly intriguing, and I'm like fuck. And this is only the few first month, first few months, as these bands, you know, bands got to work too. And so they need to, uh, you know what? Die Die Murder is playing. With Architects, but Thy Art is Murder is the first band, and then somebody else, and then it's Architects, and I'm like, I like to see Thy Art is Murder as the headliner. I don't want to see them as the initial band. Like, y- y'all are tripping. I don't, everybody's on Architects nuts, and I get it. The dude, the dude died, and you know, they released an album, and it's really good, and I get that, but I'm like, I don't know nothing about Architects, and it's, it's not enough 
Thy art is murder is not high enough on the bill for it, for it right now for it to make sense for me to go to. And I think they're playing in February, if I'm not mistaken, like coming up soon. Uh, Cradle of Filth is rolling through town too, but I'm not going to make it to their show. And then the lineup they're playing with is trash. I don't want to see Wednesday. Um, and I don't want to see whoever else that they're playing before them. That's kind of not what I want to do. Um, but I got I got several shows stacked up as is right now, and there's other things that and like I'm gonna be busy. And that I just want to drop this information because I wanted to talk to you guys about some of this upcoming shit shows that got going on. That's what this is, podcast is not gonna be about. Because I didn't have a topic, and I was gonna I was thinking of a topic, but then I was like, yo, I'm gonna talk about all these shows I'm going to. And if y'all, if for whatever reason this gets you guys, y'all want to come fucking marshal me, get a fucking ticket, I'll be there. Come meet me. Um, right now, you know, I'm still underground in the podcast room, but people can find me. Y'all can fucking find me. Come find me in the fucking pit. I'll be there. Be the only fucking dude with a fucking mouth guard and probably without a band shirt and probably kicking ass. Fuck with me, man. Come and fuck with me. Hardcore. Uh, anyways, that's it for this fucking shit. Uh, this episode is donezo. Uh, oh, Super Bowl predicts. Let me touch on the Super Bowl predicts right fucking quick. Because that shit's kicking off in like two days. Today's Friday, tomorrow's Saturday, and then it's football. It's the last football. The season's over. My Raiders won four fucking games. That's it. But we're getting a bunch of draft picks. Dallas. Chicago, give me your fucking first rounders because I'll take those 20th, 25th, 26th overall picks because y'all are fucking stupid if y'all think I want the number one overall pick and have that motherfucker flame out. Nah, give me the 20th pick. Where was Aaron Rodgers pick? You know, give me the 20-something pick. Give me that fucking pick, man. Those picks are phenomenal. They're going to be phenomenal picks, man. John Gruden in the new GM, uh, are going to do a phenomenal job picking these picks because they don't got those guys are not going to have the the pressure of fucking the first overall draft pick. Y'all can keep that bullshit, New York or, or Cardinals, whoever's got that motherfucker. Keep that motherfucker. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Uh, give me another pass rusher. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Give me a cornerback. Give me a, some middle linebacker that's going to set shit straight. I'll take it all day, every day. Give me an elite wide receiver. We got, I think we got like three or four number one or first round picks. I'll take them all. I'll take them all. I'll take all the picks. I and mean, we ain't trading shit. We might trade down that that number fourth or fifth or sixth overall pick. We got trade that motherfucker back. Let's get, let's give me like five first round draft picks. Give it to me. Vegas, you know, is coming soon. I don't know where the Raiders are playing at yet this year coming up. Although the decision is going to be made shortly. I believe once the season ends and before the NFL draft gets underway, the, the Raiders will announce where they're playing, and I'm okay with that. Wherever that they go, I'm going, and I'm okay if it's not up north. Like I said, another podcast I already I've rocked out hardcore the last time I was in San Francisco, or not the last time, but the last vacation I was up there. I did it all, man. I did. 90% of the things you could possibly think of. Uh, all the touristy shit. And I've partied there and I've done other shit. I've 
fucking nutted in people's faces there before. So I've done everything. I leave no I have no stone unturned. So if the Raiders moving, you know, I'm okay. We're we're ready. I'm ready for them to move if they're gonna move. But Super Bowl pre days, we got the fucking Rams and we got the fucking Patriots. The goddamn fucking New England motherfucking Patriots, bro. Sick of that fucking Brady shit. I'm sick of fucking Bill Belichick. I'm sick of fucking New England. I'm sick of Boston. You know, they just whipped the Dodgers' ass. I'm sick of fucking Gronkowski. Sick of Julian Edelman. I'm sick of fucking these motherfuckers on the Patriots, bro. I'm sick of that ass. With that being said, the Rams are not winning. I cannot see the Rams winning this shit to save the fucking universe. I can't see it. Jared Goff is the weakest link on the team. It's just what I see. It's just how I see it. I just see Jared Goff being the weakest link. Um, not that that man might not be talented, not that that, but I just, the way I look at it, and this is my predicts, okay, mind you, this predicts, you know, maybe a keep sleep fucking forces a fumble, has a pick six, maybe they block a pump for six, maybe, you, maybe they win it on defense, and maybe they rack up 30 points on defense, and Jared Goff can just start throwing bombs, and Todd Gurley can run all over the Patriots, and the Patriots score three points, that could happen, that could totally happen. But when in reality, what's going to happen, what I can just see is Brady going to, Belichick and Brady are going to do what they do. They're going to score a point or two, you know, a touchdown or two. The Rams are going to score a touchdown, you know, be close. And then the Patriots just seemingly cheat, which they do, they cheat. And they get up another score. And then they get, then they kick a field goal. And all of a sudden it's, it's 21-10, it's 28 13, and then the Patriots just do what they do. They just, Brady does not give you the ball back. He doesn't. They don't give you the opportunity to make some heroic ass comeback. They shut you out. Uh, that's what they do to most teams. Uh, I've seen it time in and time out again. I don't give a fuck. They're, to me, Tom Brady isn't the greatest of all time for a couple of reasons because I discredit him losing twice to Eli. Uh, they cheated the years before that. So there's five Super Bowls you got to take away from the man. Three wins, two losses. You got to take, you got to completely take that away from him. Uh, he did miraculously beat the fucking Falcons and he did beat the Seahawks, which the Seahawks beat themselves. I don't really see the Patriots were just there, but, but then again, they did win. So they didn't run the ball. Fucking Pete Carroll. Uh, and actually, I don't even blame Pete Carroll for that because everybody was known that Marshawn was going to run the ball. And the fact that they broke formation and tried a passing play to try to trick them. You see, the difference between what Pete Carroll did and what the fucking homie did for the Eagles, this is why this is why that would have worked. The Philly Special, as it's known now, was a fucking a fake... Nick Foles in the end zone for easy, an easy fucking six. I mean, that motherfucker was wide the fuck open. 
That's why you throw it on the one-yard line against the Patriots. The Philly special is why you throw it on the one-yard line against the fucking Patriots. Pete Carroll tried throwing it on the one-yard line against the Patriots, and it didn't work. Why? Because there was not the slightest bit of trickery to it. Uh, And I happen to think it was at the end of the game, emotions were high, maybe a slight misstep, maybe a, a slight underthrow, maybe this or maybe that. Maybe a little nerves got into Russell Wilson's arm. You never know. But the nerves were there for Nick Poles, too. He could have dropped that ball. But, no, that's the difference. One, the Philly special goes down in history as they beat the Patriots that way. The Philly special. Nick Foles is going to be at a statue eyes. He's going to be a statue sitting there in Philadelphia forever. While Pete Carroll is always going to be, like, looked at as the fucking the biggest bloke of all time for making that decision and not handing it to Marshawn. But then again, I even think fucking everybody in the world outside of Pete Carroll thought they were running it, including Belichick, Brady, and company. And they tried tossing it as a quick slant, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And now they look stupid forever, all eternity, calling that play. But then again, I don't blame them, because the Philly special worked, and look how that turned out. You know... But I just see Jared Goff as being the weakest link of the Rams. I think the Patriots, no, this is their entire game plan. We're going to get the lead, and we're going to make Jared Goff throw the fucking ball. Can Jared Goff do it? Can he sit in the pocket? And that's what I think they're going to do. I think that's what they're going to do to him. They're going to shut Gurley and uh, the other running back out the game. Because the Patriots are going to do that. I don't know who the receivers are for the Rams. But they could probably just man them up or zone them up efficiently. They're going to force, I believe the Patriots are going to force the Rams to play airtight defense. And it's not going to work. Gronkowski is a mismatch, I think, for anybody. Um... Is Ndamukong Sue, is Aaron Donald, is their front four able to get pressure on Brady? That may, that may, that's, that's the interesting thing. Can, uh, the whole entire game is going to be based on, my entire, whole entire game plan for the Patriots beating the Rams is them getting the lead. And the running game is suspect, the Patriots running game is suspect, give it. Uh, their passing game is suspect, that's a given. But can Sue and can Aaron Donald fucking hit Brady? Can they hit Brady? That's where I don't know. And that's where, to me, the entire game is decided. The Patriots O-line versus the Rams uh, D-line. The game's not going to be won the other way. The game's not going to be won on the Patriots defensive line and the Rams O-line. It's not going to be decided by, I don't believe, uh, a couple of few plays. It's just going to be decided by... Aaron Donald and company. Can they hit Brady? Can they fucking sack his ass? Can they fucking uh, make him throw balls into the ground? Can they make? Can they tip his arm? Can they make him throw balls over people? Uh, can they get, knock him off his spot? Can they make him fucking run out the pocket? Is that... Is Brady's slow ass able to run out the pocket and start chugging up the field like Jared Goff does? 
Is that possible? Uh, motherfucker wasn't even touched the last game. I, I don't, I mean, Kansas City doesn't have the greatest of defense, but they didn't really sack him. I don't believe, I don't think they sacked him. The Chargers, Chargers didn't even fucking show up, so that doesn't even count. Can, can the Rams do that to Brady? That's interesting. That's where, to me, that's where it's interesting. Can the, can the Rams sack Brady? Can they get to him uh, often and frequently? Can the Rams score if if the Patriots get a lead? Will the Patriots get a lead? All of that's to decide, but I still think nonetheless the Patriots are winning. Uh, we're headed for six rings, you know, and I think the NFL wants that beat LA shit. They want the rivalry. Um, I, I initially had predicted it was going to be the Rams and the Chiefs, and it should have been the Chiefs for all intents and purposes. Uh, there's a couple bad calls in the Patriots Chiefs game, you know, roughing the passer with nobody even touched the fucking guy. Uh, and that's where I think too, the Rams are gonna suffer if you can't touch Brady, and he, the motherfucker knows that. You think any quarterback knows that that you can't touch the quarterback, let alone you can't touch Brady. Um, the Rams are gonna get a few roughing the passing callers. They're just gonna, and they're gonna give the Patriots first downs. That's a given. I just don't know if you're the Rams head coach, how much of that bullshit you tolerate before you're like, hey guys, stop fucking hitting him. You know, we can't, you can't do that. We're already behind. We can't give up 15 yard plays every fucking draw, every time that motherfucker drops back. You just can't do that. Um, I don't see it. I think we're headed for the six rings, you know. Uh, Brady's the next Michael Jordan and bullshit. I think that's what we're headed for, and I just don't see it happening any other way. Like I said, could be totally wrong. Um, Akeem Tlaib could pick off Brady twice, three times in the game. You never know. You never know that shit works. Uh, I think Brady's going to pick on the other cornerbacks that are over there in the middle of the field. Uh, Grok running in the middle of the field is a mismatch, I think, for the entire Rams defense. Um, I don't think they've faced a tight end with Grok's capabilities. And not, not that they can't do it. I just don't see it. I don't know. My Super Bowl predicts, I got the Patriots winning. I don't really get, like, I don't have a really, I don't have a dog in the fight. I thought the Saints were going to go to the Super Bowl. And I actually think the Saints would have beaten the Patriots soundly. But the Saints were robbed. Uh, and, you know, I don't feel bad for the Saints. About one bit. And I'll tell you why. The pa- the Patriots tuck ruled the fucking Raiders. And ain't not a goddamn motherfucker fucking sat for my goddamn Raiders saying we should have fixed the rules. You know, they barely fixed that rule like two years ago. They're, I hope... The Saints stew on that pass interference call for for fucking 15 years. The Super Bowl should have been theirs. I believe the Saints would have fucking marched to Atlanta and marched all over the Patriots. Drew Brees is as good as they get as a quarterback. Uh, He would have carved up that Belichick defense. That's the whole problem with why they say Jared Goff is the weakest thing. 
I don't believe Jared Goff can carve up the Patriot defense. I don't see it happening. Uh, he's like a two-trick pony in there, and Belichick should have been. The Chiefs should have been blown the fuck out. They had a they had a pick in the end zone. Brady threw a pick in the end zone just before halftime. And that shouldn't have been a pick. They should have been up like 21 to 0. You know. Instead of it being 14-0, 14-7 or whatever it was. Should have been up 21-7. Again, shouldn't even been close in the fourth grade. Shouldn't have even went to overtime. But that's not a mistake that Bray, that Breeze makes in a Super Bowl. And I just think he would have carved up he would have carved the fuck up out of the Patriots defense. And it just didn't happen. And now we're the Rams, and now I have to place my hopes in, in fucking faith in Aaron Donald and, and Dominican Sue and company and Akeem Tlaib. And I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. That's my Super Bowl predicts. Um, thank God uh, football's over because now I get to refocus back on my Raiders. My Raiders have been doing shit for a minute. You know what? And Stephen A. Smith, uh, I don't know why you're wanting to get up on Derek Carr, but... And as a matter of fact, Raider Nation, lay the fuck off Derek Carr. He's a good quarterback. Fuck out of here with your nonsense. But that's it, guys. I'm going to get this shit loaded up, and uh, I'll get to you guys next week. We'll see how it goes. Late.